But we're gonna keep it light and easy. And uh, here okay. we are. Mary said, you want a shot? I said, yes, ma'am. Um, I'm sorry, it's foggy. Mm. Mm. <sighs> da 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 da! Hi, <laughs> uh, Let's go. Okay. What? Okay. <laughs> What's up, Sitches? Welcome back to another episode of We Want Gossip with Meredith and Steph. We are back for a new episode, and we are gonna be discussing the Bachelorette finale. Um, a big F you to Tino. Thank you very much. And you know, we got always plenty of opinions, whether you care or not. <laughs> and what do we have for gossip of the week? I am like this episode, there is so much good stuff to talk about. Like, this is like a rare time. Yeah. Oh. Where it's like, I mean, believe me, there's always drama and there's always stuff yeah. in the news, but like we've got good yes. stuff. So not only the Tino Bachelor finale, but we have the Adam Levine scandal. Woo! Dancing with the Stars premiere and Kardashians premiere. Let's get into it. So it's spooky season. It is spooky uh, season, and it's also <laughs> a transitional season for these two over here. Meredith has literally created a monster out of me now. Like, I'm a whole new person. The rearranging yes. of, like, your spaces at home. I have never been, like, in my, like, living room growing up or, like, you know, in my house. Like, my family oh. has never a big rearrange of, like, the setup. And my mom does it as a uh, pastime. I mean, it is literally, like, you guys just do it for shits and gigs. I think we literally have, like, a rectangle-sized living room. Like, you wouldn't think the that amount you could of do... combinations. <laughs> it's actually unheard of the amount of combinations you guys have come up with for your living room. It's like, insane. It, it's impossible. I literally look at mine <laughs> being like, I got two options. Maybe not even. Yeah. Like, maybe only one. No. And so, first it kicked off oh. with... We wanted to rearrange, like, my me and Adam's, like, living room in our apartment. And, you know, it's, like, just the setup in these apartments. It's just never... No. It doesn't... Like, whoever did the construction doesn't make any sense at all. Right. And so I thought there was only one way to do it. And I'm just getting sick of it or whatever. And Mare has been dying. She's on her own always, like, brainstorming what I could do with, like, my setup. <laughs> Every single time I go and watch Milo when she's, like, away, I literally have to fight myself <laughs> tooth and nail to not, like, do a surprise. Like, yeah. Brent's like, okay, enough. He's like, yeah. you can't just be doing that to people's houses. Her and her mom, Jenna, are like, um, like, how could we, like, redo her space? Absolutely. Like, not that even, like, that it's always bad, but you guys are just so on it. Oh, of like, it's like, what can we do? It's like a refresh. You know, yes. it's like when you're a kid and you clean your room. It's it like, I'm a person. And it's so, a refresh. And so, and you know, also my boyfriend Adam has been dying to, like, he's got this, he had this idea in his head of how he thought we could rearrange it. And I'm like, it just isn't clicking in my head. I'm like, I don't think that'll look good. And I was thinking it was going to be a huge undertaking. I've never been really into doing this. Oh. Um, it's created a monster. It looks At, so good. Adam was gone for a weekend. Meredith said, we are doing it. I was giving pushback to her, like nobody's business. <laughs> and I said, Every I excuse I had for not to do it that weekend or ever really, she was like, that does not even count. We're still, that here's a comeback for that. Well, like she's like, you know, if it's like 11 and it's a little too late, I go, I will be down to do this at 9 a.m. Like, and we did the <laughs> full thing. Not only did we fully rearrange, but then we went to, her and Brett came with me. We went to Ikea, picked out a um, couple new cute things. And then we went back to my place, fully had to assemble. Brett mm -hmm. had to assemble. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> were just uh, given, you know, some encouragement. <laughs> yeah, moral and, support. And then, um, and we literally... All we had to do to completely revamp my space oh. to the best it's ever been. I mean, literally, <laughs> I can't, I'm exploding with how good it, it is. Looked, it's amazing. All we bought was curtains to hang and like a little like shoe organizer thing for when you walk in. Yeah. That's all we bought. Literally. To make this space. And we just rearranged it. 
I'm not kidding a new person. So that brings me <laughs> to our next topic. Um, I am now also having to make one of our rooms in our apartment, like, uh, at home office from our work yes. because Meredith Claire and I have new jobs and like <laughs> literally my family cannot believe they're like, no, they're like, we're working at the same place again. again. Like, they're like, it's honestly insane. Like, and my dad just figured it out. Yeah, he's I just like, told my brother last like, night. He goes, Steph is there too. I go, yeah. He's like, are you guys ever going to not work at the same company? I go, it just happened that it just worked, worked out, out. That and I would not want it any different. We thought, uh, all right, you know, we're going to be big girls. Like, you know, you know maybe this is where we kind of have to, like, not, not go our separate ways. Because no, no. we have every single day at 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. We are absolutely checking off our boxes. <laughs> we are beating topics to up. death. It's like, no problem. But either way, do we have to keep working at the same company? Well, here we are. And, I mean, chef's kiss. So. It's been amazing. We love working from home. Meredith already has, like, a cute little desk setup that she's been working on. Like, that was yeah. kind of already there, but now she's, right. like, revamping. Brett was working from home when we first moved out here. And so, like, to make it, he ended up hating the job and quitting. So, <laughs> so yeah. screw that thing. But I kind of got it ready in there. And then I never used it. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, well, let me just try and, like, set it up in there. And I will say it is game changer if anybody works from home. Like, having just, like, a separate area. Yes, like, because I always used to work in my living room when we worked from home like, during COVID. And it's just like, then it's when like, you're done with work or you take a break, it's not really like you ever left work. Or like it's hard right. to check out of your like headspace if you don't have like a separate thing. Or even to get into the headspace to focus on work, getting totally. stuff done. It kind of like, are you going to study at your college apartment or with your friends? Or are you going to go to the library? Oh, that's such a great point. Absolutely. It's, it's the same like, thing. When you go into that setting, your mind is focused right on like, this is what I have to pay attention to. Totally. And with Steph... Her boyfriend already works from home, so, like, their spare bedroom. So, Brett obviously doesn't work from home. Right. So, I just take our spare bedroom, and, like, right. it's and just it's me booing around all Already day. kind of had a setup. Now you're, right. like, revamping it to be cute. Yeah. So, with Adam, it's, like, they use their spare bedroom as, like, a spare bedroom, but right. also an office. Yeah. So, Steph is having to work in the living room right now, which is a problem, because it's, like, if Adam ever wants to come out and, like, relax, it's, like, well, yeah, Steph's he's not a break. I have my Zoom camera on or whatever. It's, like, I can't. It just, like, it's not fun. And also, my back is breaking. I'm, like, yeah. sitting over the thing. Like, and so, we are now adding a desk and we rearranged the bedroom real. and I it came down to where because I'm like this is a task I'm gonna own because it's my office that I'm I'm redoing our entire bedroom yeah. Adam didn't ask for this um he he we came to an agreement to where I can ask him for input and help and okay. if it comes to like a physical thing like he took down all of the drawers and the dressers yes. that were hundreds of pounds he does the physical labor and the direction I am like executing on like the little nitty-gritty but that's um, like their I mean, yeah. we are the designers, and then Brad, yes. Adam, execute, yeah. like, help us get the totally. stuff to where and it Adam needs to be. And Adam liked the bedroom how it was before, and he doesn't need a new office. Yes. I'm the one that's me and Meredith, well, Meredith, actually, yeah, like, being like, let's fucking do it. And um, so I had to completely, so we have this old dresser, and... It's heavy as hell. And we literally, when we moved in, it was like from his cousin down the hall that Adam used to live with. So we literally were like, free dresser. It's so heavy. We're not, we're at this moment. Totally. Adam was like, I'm not bringing it all the way down and like getting rid of it. So we're like, whatever. It'll be a placeholder. Yeah. It's been here for three years. And it's like just huge. It, it's not a huge room that we have. And so I'm like, we, the first thing we're doing yeah. is get rid of that fucking shit. And I know Adam wants nothing to do with it. I grabbed, I pulled that, I first of all, cleaned out all of the drawers. Which, you know, it's like random drunk drawers of yeah. like random shit. And then I was grabbing the wood. I was ripping. Because it was literally falling apart completely. Yeah. Like if I would have pushed on it, it would have collapsed. And That's the apart. same thing with mine. I yes. did the same thing when I first moved here. I bought a $60 dresser yep. from Facebook Marketplace. It's a piece of garbage. <laughs> and where I'm like, I'm not even willing to sell this to somebody else. I'm like, no, it needs to go in the dumpster. But my apartment complex won't let me put things there. They are, her I've, apartment complex is 
on it with the trash. And I swear to God, <laughs> these I have a bone to pick. So I'm like, there's other shit that you guys need to be more concerned about updating on this shit than what we're doing with our trash when nobody's complaining. Right. So fuck. <laughs> so I had to break down the entire dresser. So yeah, I shoved that bitch over. It all collapsed. Yeah. I got it down into pieces. Adam ran it down to the dumpster. It was like hundreds of pounds. <laughs> totally cool. So now then I moved the bed over and yes. cleaned today, out under the bed, everything. Oh. It is like looking good in and there. And Mare's always right because I'm like, oh, it sounds like such a task to like take on. Like I have to clean under the bed, do all this organization. It took me on FaceTime. Literally on FaceTime. Five minutes, yeah. 10 minutes. Not even. Mare goes, wait, you're already done. I'm like, yeah, it was 0.2 seconds. <laughs> Two seconds for me to collapse the dresser. Beds moved. Today we're going to fucking Ikea. Yeah. I keep doing the high Let's fives. go. <laughs> and I've only been to Ikea one time, and that was when we redid our living room a couple yes. weeks ago with Mare. And it, Swedish meatballs. Uh, Nothing better uh, than a good Ikea run. I, I'm i like dripping sweat thinking about it because yes. I'm so excited. And yeah, I have to put together this desk, and I have to put it all together. Well, Brett also, I mean, Adam probably put it together, but yeah. Brett was like, if they need help, I go, I'm already yeah. volunteered our services. Oh, and when I say ours, I mean yours. Oh, my, they are on call. No. They're on call. <laughs> yeah. It's like... I just can't wait. It's like, this is my favorite stuff it to is. do. And you have created a monster out of me of like, it's doable. Oh and my it's God. not as hard as you think it's going to no. be. And today's the day. I can't what wait. What the desk? The desk set up. Oh. And it's the desk that's really going to send it home. And she already has her TV mount coming right now. Yep. So just got to screw that bitch We've on. got Brett set up the trill and everything. So yes. she's going to do it today or uh -huh. tomorrow whenever it gets there. I mean, there. DIY queen. Like, I'm, I'm honestly proud yeah, mama. No, Adam was I'm like, I'm proud really proud mama. Yeah. Like, he walked in the room. He's like, wait, you already did all of that? Like, moved, I moved the yeah. bed yesterday when he was gone. I had the dresser already collapsed. He's like, holy shit. Literally. Like, yeah. Hey, yo. Check, oh, check him out. Guns. Because where there's a will, there's a way, baby. Hey, so Steph and I, now that we're working from home, strengthening this brain over here, ooh, ooh, ooh. strengthening this body. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when she said those words a couple minutes ago. She was like, you're strengthening your brain, I'm strengthening my body. Because it's like, uh, I need to probably be reading. So my brain probably yeah. could be strengthened a little no, bit more. But you're also listening to podcast. like, the podcasts that are like, like um, not just self-help, but like... Like motivational well, a little bit. Yeah. I have my guilty podcasts as well. Like yeah. Bachelor, House of, of Dragon, course. you know I'm on it. Totally. But it's like, it's really... I mean, both of us, like, these are not just, like, feats that are easy for us to do. Like, mm. I feel like I could never get myself to go for a walk. Like, I these could just things not that would have been pulling teeth like, for us to do. She has literally blown through, like, five Five books. bucks in three weeks, four weeks, it's not even. It's insanity. And like, it's like, I am, first of all, I'm the slowest reader. Like, like, like my ADD, I have to reread a paragraph ten times before I understand it. No, now that I've gotten to work in the brain... I mean, they're romance novels, so I'm not learning a lot. But still, I'm <laughs> no, busting but like, ass. That's what people I don't say. turn on the TV. I don't look at my phone. I'm not playing my games, my like home design Candy Crush games that I'm yes. obsessed with. Not playing those. Not turn on the TV. I am reading my books. And it is an obsession. And Meredith yeah. has been hit in the streets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I walk my apartment you complex. You best believe she's got a pep in her step. Dude, <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy. Just like, I mean, like, look at how many books you've blown through. And like, for me, the very first day I went Miles. on my- Miles. Yes, Miles. The very first day I went on my walk, Every guys, day. I literally was dying trying to make it to 8,000 steps. Like, I had to come back. I was exhausted. I can't even gauge what like even 8,000 steps mean. I'm like- It was probably, I don't even know you either, know, but like, you know, people always say, like, try to get 10,000 10, steps. Yeah. So we obviously before worked in an office. So once we started working from home, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try we to start walking. I'm going to try to just try to get out a little bit. Um, so I, like like I said, I barely could make it to 8,000 steps, which was like a two miles or something like that. Now I am pushing five miles easy. Like, I totally. love going on my walks. And, like, 
yesterday I watched uh, Bachelor while I just walked, yeah. or just listened to totally. it. Um, an hour and a half, I watched Five yeah. Miles, and I was done for the day. I go, literally, it's such a game changer, like, with the books, too. Like, and once you, you can, like, blow through these books, I'm blowing yeah. through these walks. It's insane. It is. It's just like everybody says, like, when you, like, want to start working out again, like, the hardest part is just like getting, getting to the to gym. Go. The yes. hardest part is just opening that book, the first page, and getting into it. And the hardest part is getting your ass out the door just yes. to walk. And, like, like, the thing is, is, like, I've never been that person, like, loves the gym. I've never no. been that person. Walking is our and being in the fresh air walk yeah just on this treadmill in the gym it's like no it's being also in the like fresh good air. for your mind as well like totally. everything you know because like brett it's really rainy today and i was talking to brett last night i'm like oh i'm kind of bummed i'm not gonna be able to go on my walk tomorrow because i'm like we are filming and like i have to work right when ikea right. and it's also raining yeah. so it was gonna be raining in the time when i normally walk so he's like well you could go to like the yeah. you know the gym and i go treadmill. oh my god treadmill. I'm, not, I'm here for like peace of mind and yes. body like health Absolutely. Not for like I'm not trying to be jacked and like hold myself to this thing. It's like it's something I actually enjoy what do I doing. Do and it's so funny because I really do and love how, my walk. How fucked up it is when you don't get to do it. I Last know. night I couldn't read my book. And I, cause like we were watching this show, you know, it's like, I'm paying attention to this yeah. or whatever. And it's like, and, or if it's like dark, which I got a little reading light on top of my book. Oh, oh my God. Game changer. So before bed, but, <laughs> but like, if I don't get to no, read yeah. a couple pages, I am like, I feel like I've let myself down. I'm just like, I'm itching, itching. to do it. It feels wrong. Me too. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. This morning I had to talk myself through it. Cause it's like, <laughs> Me too. I didn't I get to read this morning. Either. Yes. Where I'm like, I, I gotta let it go because it's like yeah. turning into those one, those an, obsession. an obsession where it's like, like you said, where you feel guilty not doing it. And yes. it's like. I shouldn't feel guilty not going on a walk. Like, like you shouldn't feel guilty not book. reading. Like, but it is because we've been doing it so consistently for and it now makes a us month. Feel better, like oh, you guys, um, readers and, and walkers. So, and wait, you're so like for mine. Um, I want. I'm dying because I'm. Colleen Hoover, you guys reading the books? Please, please, please message me about it because no, I, she needs I've, someone to talk to. I've about been it. throwing up on Meredith. I'm and about to get Adam. audible like, so Adam, I can, can listen. I, I'm like Adam, can I tell you real quick what just happened? <laughs> like I'm dying to talk about it with somebody. And the and new so, one comes out on October 19th. I sent it to you on TikTok. I know, I know. Yeah. So I got two books to finish in a series before that one, but it's all Colleen that I've been reading right now. So let me know. And you've been listening to Shetty. Oh, whatever. yeah, On Purpose yes. by Shay Shetty. Literally, I'm sure everybody I mean, probably knows because Kendall Jenner just went on his yeah, podcast. Yeah, you were listening before that. I was listening before that. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, and like... Some I, good nuggets were like, she'll relay it to me. Like, oh, it's good shit. Good I, shit. Really good shit. He was like a monk and he's just so smart. And also, like, I talked about this with you or whatever. Like, I'm really picky on voices. Like, yes. I just like... And it's also, even like if you're watching like a documentary or anything, who's yeah. narrating? Absolutely. Who's narrating the show? You yeah. know, like and it makes also a with like self help podcasts or like motivational podcasts, like sometimes they're just too like cringy for me. Like you know, totally like, trying too hard. Like he is so succinct and like gets, gives, the point. gets the point. Really, you know, like, easy to digest. Yes, like totally. So if you have good podcast recommendations for the walks, yep, and good book recommendations or thoughts on Colleen Hoover, please let us know in the comments. Okay, okay. <sighs> Bachelorette finale, huh? <laughs> Where did I even begin? Let's talk about Rachel and Tino. Yeah, honestly, we don't really need to cover. I we guess, all saw what happened. Yeah. It's just like, okay, the... I don't, Tino, when he shows up, so I, first of all, let's start here. I just, um, we watched the episode yes. last night or whatever, and then, or Tuesday night, and then um, I just listened to Rachel and Gabby on Chicks in the Office or whatever, and she's basically, Rachel basically said, um, Something about how, like, the timing of, like, before Tino came over, when she found out about it, you know, like, right. we was able to talk in between or something. And I'm pretty sure she said something like, um, there was the men tell all, and then she found out about this potential, like, uh, cheating that he did or whatever. And then the next day, like, she found out, like, he had already known about this the whole time. Right. She got wind of it or whatever, and then the next day he came over to talk about it or something. It was all within, like, a couple span of a days of, like, 
um, her and him addressing it and um, her well, finding out. What was she talking about then in the episode? Because she's like, I had no details. She's like, he right. told me on the phone or whatever it was. And like being like, I shouldn't have told you or whatever it was. Right. And then he came over with the cameras. And she's like, that's why the whole time I'm like, I don't even know the context of like, how did this start? Like, honestly, any girlfriend, any fiance, like yeah. whether it, it won't make a difference in the end normally. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. your excuse doesn't make it better and we're still gonna be over. But I just need to, for my own well-being, understand or at least hear like, how did you start texting this girl? How did it come to where you were making out with her? Because she was like, Rachel saying, Tino, it wasn't just like you were drunk at a bachelor party and you kissed somebody on the dance floor yeah. and it wasn't anything. You don't even know the girl and you came clean about it, which is fucked either way. But it's the fact that no, you there knew was, her there was the text, episode. there was messages, texts. Like she was like, there was more emotional involvement than just physical. Yeah. And it's like, he knew her before the yeah. show. This isn't somebody he no, randomly exactly. just met. It's exactly. like, it's giving me very much like a hometown girl that he always had a crush on by. Right. Where it's like, oh, you come back from the show. You're in your, cause he's like, we were in our local bar. We had so much catching up to do. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. When I'm home, I don't catch up with every rando in the bar. It's I would like, prefer not, not to, to catch up with anybody from the hometown bar. It's like, what do you mean? Had to catch up. It's like, no, this is a girl you've always you, liked or thought was hot. And then you see you're engaged. You're engaged. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I call him like I see him. And it's yeah. like, literally, I have been thinking that Tino's been shady since night Absolutely. One. Him showing up to Rachel's house with that notebook, it goes, first of all. Oh, that so was the most manipulative thing I've is, ever he seen. He is the person, thank God they had this fight, because like Caitlin Bristow said on like the final rose, like the live right. show, where she's like, we just saw 10 different personalities from him. Right. How people fight, and it goes, so, when me and you, we're engaged, and we're going through either personally or together. Together, yeah. either way it's together whether it's personal like your own thing right. you're working through or not it's still a together thing totally and it's like no matter what i'm like if you guys so he's keeping tabs that's a thing where i'm like it's like when yeah. people in relationships mess up or whatever and if you forgive them you move on or like anything like that like you can't keep tabs on people if you forgave them on something they did or you know you've over you've overcome whatever right. argument you were having you're not allowed to keep going back to those little things that they did. It's like, we've already fought in and gotten over that. And so it's not, he's like, you're taking let notes, me just pull out the book of what you said but that no made context. me cheat. I mean, that was it, like, why is there even a book? First of all, like to where you're even, you're only taking notes on things she's saying that you could potentially someday use against her. Why do you, this was before the cheating when they were just in the rough spot, him taking those notes. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like, like, oh, Tino, were you taking notes about you cheating? Where are those notes? Um, were you taking notes <laughs> on why she, whatever notes you have about her, why those notes came to play? Why she said those things? It's like, and really, she's like, there's this, no context. Really, just what this seems like to me was like, when Rachel, when the show started airing, Rachel was getting beat up in the press. She was depressed because Absol people were coming for her. Well, and also, even without a reason, if somebody's struggling mentally and feeling depressed, it's like, and it, him talking about therapy with no, her. No, too. Like, you need to go to therapy. Condescending like, as fuck. Yeah. It's like, he's saying, like, I told you to get therapy. But then when he's on after the final rose, he's like, I should have taken things seriously. I should have gone to therapy. So it's like, oh, wait. So you're telling Rachel to go to therapy, but not and, you. And I don't like the way that he's even purposely bringing up therapy yeah. with her. It's condescending the way he's going about it. Not right. like, not like, I know that we talked about therapy. Like, you know, if like a kind place, it's like the cameras are on and he's like, you know, with the therapy thing. 
And it's like, and it's like uh, okay, yeah. I, she's like, I went and I did the work. And if I didn't make it, if I didn't show up to one session, it's like because I'm working through shit. Like, oh my, you have first of all, it just there's so many lines he's crossing, and, and yeah, and, and I don't like, like the way he's going about it. And all this comes down to no matter what happens. shit he's spewing. You straight up are engaged and you kissed another girl. End of story. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, Rachel, where she's just like, get out. Like, it's over. Because it's like, at this point, all she wants to know, not why you did this, what happened? Why, what did you right. text her? Yeah. What, what was the timeline? She doesn't even know, like, what, how this even went down. Like, what is going yeah. on? Not, not what problems me and you have already worked through or we're having. In the, that's our own private relationship. Right. And it, either way, does never gives you... Like, the go-ahead to cheat. It was just the fact that he kept saying, like, this is the tiniest thing. I didn't, like, I. this is the tiniest thing. I didn't want to stress you out. It's like, oh, my and like, God. And it's like, when she literally goes, are you hearing yourself right now? Like, I was so happy she said that. Because yes. I go, this is the most backwards conversation I have ever mm-hmm. heard in my entire Chicks life. in the office had a great point where they go, um, like, that he was literally spewing out. And that's why we saw 10 different personalities was because yeah. he was trying every direction he could to see what would stick. You totally. know, like, like will, will, will this one, will this one get her? If I say this comment, like, it's like, no, dude, own up to it. It's like, it is what it is. Like, and the most backwards comment that I've ever heard from anyone ever. And it's like, I feel like this is a common tactic that cheaters use or whatever, where they're like, mm. I made out with that girl and it made me realize how much I love you. He said like fuck that. I kissed that no, other girl. No. So that helped me realize I love my fiance. And then it's Don't. like every time he would spew something like that, Rachel's reaction, you know, was just dumbfounded being like, "Wait, what?" Her rejection to all of his excuses it makes him seeing that it's not working, right. not getting like the reaction he wants to like run with it. Yeah. He turns around being like this is the number one thing people do too, where it's like, well, then what? Are you going to break up with me or not? Like, are we ending this or not? Yeah. So that it's her problem. Yeah. She's the one that ended it. She's the one that chose for this heartbreak. Right. She did it. It's like, no, you cheated. So I'm allowed to break up with you. I have, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. it wasn't her ending this. And she's the one that decided it's like, no, you, you, you cheated. cheated. So she's allowed to do that. It comes with the territory. Yeah. Sir. And it's like nothing I hated more too than him constantly circling back on the ring comment, ring comment, ring comment, ring comment. Like, well, you said you're giving back the ring. She's like, no, Tino. What, what do I we s- have to get re-engaged <laughs> to be? Oh my God. She's saying if we're going back to dating since you cheated, I'm not wearing the ring to after the final rose. It's like, if we're going back to dating, I'm not going to pretend I'm engaged to save your face. It's like, that's what she was saying. Oh, (laughs) oh my God. Because he said, um, he goes, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Which we have history in that. (laughs) It's like, so your number one thing is that you have to make sure to say our last words together as I'm dumping your ass for your actions is don't tell anybody. Don't, don't tell people about this. Don't, don't say this one thing that's alarming. Like, once again, you're saving, you're trying to just save face. You don't even give a fuck about this relationship. It's like, yeah. you care what you're going to look like in the eyes of other people. Absolutely. And uh, it comes from his father, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And also, not Tino's dad, like, going on a podcast, like a Bachelor podcast. When he was, oh, this dude. Because he, I guess he wanted to, like, be able to say his side, and don't worry, I've been checking Joe Franco's Facebook page like a plague. <laughs> I mean, I've been on it. And it's like, he hasn't posted anything. And he went back and deleted, like, 90% of his Bachelor posts. So it's like, um, that post you made a while ago about your son crying on TV. What do you think about it now, Joe? Yeah. 
Your, your son. Um, the, you would have, instead of talking about sports, maybe given a lecture on how not to cheat on what his is fiance. It, the, no things. wonder all the boys um, from but, that group yeah. were doing at the club. All the guys from that season at the club were like a, those big signs that the girls walk out with saying, fuck Dino. Yeah. Now it makes a, a lot, lot of, of sense. sense. So then, you know, okay, that dude, douche, get out of here. I'm so glad she was just like, take the ring, we're done, adios. Yeah, and I mean, like, there was just like so many levels to, like, I mean, probably therapists could unpack that conversation for hours. And also, I will say it really quickly. Let's just touch on the whole Avon thing coming yes. out. Loved Avon coming out because I thought it was like, I don't know. I liked the, seeing Rachel happy. It was like a knight in shining, shining armor. I don't even care anything else about it. Right. I love that moment. The look on her face yeah. was the probably the first gleam of like, like happiness. happiness we've seen on her face. Thank God. Totally. Here's my thing. I know. I have liked Avon from the beginning and I was really bummed about what happened with them. So I'm like, I, she, she actually talked about that. Sorry. On, um, chicks in the office where she was like, she goes, when I watched that back, she goes, I was not understanding him. She, her and Gabby were both like, Gabby, she's like, Gabby even told me we were like, I was not. Now when I see it, I completely understand. She's like, I fucked that up. Totally. She's like, it wasn't him. I understand. She's like, I was just so heated that like, I was embarrassed for my friends, like from hearing two different things. Totally. Which we understood both points of view, but she, she fully came clean of like, I, I handled that wrong. Right. And it's like what we said last week where it's like, ask the other person when you're at that crossroads, like, what are you actually saying? Because she was not hearing him. Tell me what you think like I'm feeling or I'm thinking right now. Yeah, because it's like if she was to ask Avon that question or if Avon was to ask her, she was not hearing what he was saying. Right. And it's like, so I feel like that was part of, and that even bugged me on part one of the finale when Avon was out where it's like everybody was apologizing to Rachel so much where I'm just like I get why they're apologizing, but also I'm like, even you did nothing wrong. I don't yeah. know. It just felt like, it felt very similar yeah. to when Tyler Cameron was like, and Hannah Brown like asked him out on a totally. date. Where I'm just like, yeah, I don't, it, it wasn't. That and, train might've already left the station. Yeah. And also it's like, I hate nothing more than saying these words because it's like, I don't feel bad for Tino at all. But like, I will say in that moment when I saw Tino's that face, was, I was like, I, I, I don't like Tino at all. What? And I feel a little bad for Tino at this moment. He kissed another girl. Yeah, he did. So you know what? Rachel didn't make out with Avon in front of him. That's true. It's like, you locked lips with another bitch. You can see the knight in shining armor just standing there being like, let's go talk. That's a valid but, point. But I agree with you. I was like, ooh, I hate this. And it was, I, and it's like, I don't want one second for anyone to feel bad for Tino. That's no. probably why I didn't like it the most. Cause it's like in that moment, I yes, was like, I agree. And that even, felt like a too far moment for me a little bit. I agree. And, it's like, and then I also felt uncomfortable for Avon because he had no place to go. He was just standing there. Yeah, and Tino was like, when, like they, when they're like wrapping up the show, Jesse's like, that was awkward. And Tino's like, yep. If I was Rachel, I would have stood up immediately and walked over. But they also, you know, they're being told what to do. They're looking totally. for cues. But like, I would have been like, let's go grab his hand and let's walk up the stage. I'm not sitting here like waiting any longer. Yeah. Like, honestly, if I was her, I'd be like, fuck the show. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But she did say on Chicks in the Office as well that um, when they were backstage without the mics, when they kind of showed them, she was like, that was like one of the first times, you know, besides the fantasy suites where I finally like without mics and cameras, like got to quick second, like check in with him. And she was like, it was a great convo. We're super like, oh, she's good. not saying anything else is going to happen, but she was like, it, it was great for both of us in the moment of like when we got to have that moment. Um, right. Like, even I don't, he felt uncomfy, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, no, he Tino. was saying like Tino, he didn't know that Tino was going to be there. Like he didn't even really realize that he was going to even have yeah. to do that right yeah, right that's what Rachel said too he didn't yeah. even know that this was gonna happen when he came in yeah um, so I'm like as much as I don't like Tino but Gabby was pushing for Rachel to be like go get your man like yeah Rachel should be on her hands and knees begging for Ava oh please it's like dude you that was like end game and mm-hmm. you are screwing it but, up for yeah. an engagement ring yep and it's like god that I I was thinking I was talking about it with my mom but I'm like 
I wish they could do promise rings at some point. You it's know where it's like because it's like I get the I get it boyfriend girlfriend. I totally the show see where they're to coming evolve. from. The show needs to evolve, and I get it from their point of view. Like I didn't come out of this to be dating. No, Someone right. across the country too. Not even like totally. they're dating in and my. That's what they said too. Where she because they you know she had she addressed how like um, Rachel did how was it you know was she just going into this being all she could see was an engagement at the end no matter what that meant like that that was just her only priority and she was like yes at the same time because it's like we came in telling the guys. I'm not looking for just a steady relationship after yeah. this. She's like, I'm looking for an engagement. And that, whether that's like, I agree with you, because at the end of it, nobody should be getting engaged. That's craziness. And it's like, I understand. If you want it to last. I understand wanting it to be more than a boyfriend. Right. But not a full engagement. Right. So I I'm think, like, promise rings would kind right. of be like an in-between. I feel like what they need to do is like, not like, because I understand her saying that to the group of guys, you know, being upfront at first to everybody, saying like, this is what I want. So that people that don't want marriage or don't want kids, you know, it's like, right. Like, this is what I'm looking for in my life. Yeah. But that's different than at the end of this show. Right. You know, it's like, this is what I'm looking for for my future, my morals, my values that I Absolutely. want in my future. But it's like, doesn't mean, you know, that it has to happen right now. And away. also, I feel like each Bachelor season is so different. Like, there are some couples that at the end, I'm like, it totally, totally makes, makes sense, sense you're engaged. Yes. I mean, if, if it was if, her and Avon, yeah, yeah, I would have been like, for sure. Totally. If they didn't have that one little dispute. Yeah, <laughs> or even, I'm trying to think of like other people's seasons, Zach, you know, like that know. I feel like. Oh, JoJo, maybe. Or, like JoJo, yeah. you know where I'm like, because I feel like so, somebody made such a great point on Twitter. I don't know exactly like who it was, but they were saying like, we were promised double this season, double the drama, double the guys, double the engagements. And in fact, we have gotten half. D- not we even. We have, n- don't know the guys nearly at all. Oh, uh-huh. We got one engagement instead of two and it's been and all wanted, about them they wanted and none so about, badly for the girls to turn on them on yeah. each other so that would be the drama and it's like that didn't happen yeah it's, it's like, like we were promised all this extra stuff and it's like frankly this season was the least amount of in nothing happened drama. until after the season yeah <laughs> it's like there was no drama in the house at all all the drama was from the girls and it's like that's what we were not wanting we did not want it to be like yeah. rachel and gabby's no. drama the entire totally. time um, so I guess it's like, that's just a different, they didn't, I feel like they didn't have the villain this season in the house. Yeah, totally. And the now guys weren't Tino, taking the bait. And it's after the fact. Absolutely. And it's like, Tino, I feel like did have villain energy in the season, but the guys just weren't taking the bait. No, 100%. Or we just didn't see it. Like, whatever. That's true. Um, but then, you know, for Gabby, um, doing great. <laughs> yeah, she's doing great. I'm, I actually am happy for her and yeah. Eric. I was happy they addressed the text, but they didn't address the text I wanted addressed. They didn't address the yeah. text that was sent after he came well, back. Well, they were both saying, like, even Gabby on Chicks in the Office was saying that um, that, that was all before. Everything that was, like, that was before. You can literally see where it says June 10th. In the text, at least. I mean, those could be. And he says, like, I got heat. I mean. Maybe then. Maybe she was talking about, like, the other text, And you it's know? like, I do. Because the text were referring to that one I had a problem with where he was like, I, I think about you all the time. And that was after he got back. He was saying. And he was really apologizing. So it's like, when I was reading it, he could have meant two things. Like, if he was being shady, he was, like, trying to sleep, like slip it in. Like, I think about you all the time. Or he's apologizing, being like, I think about yeah. it all the time. It's not How something much I that I just over. rushed over my shoulder and was like, forget that girl. You know, right. it was like, no, I, I know what I did to you and that was wrong. Totally. And also I would just like finally someone wants to admit that they came on the show to get famous. Like, I mean. Eric too, where it's like, we he know even says it. in the text, like, this is a new opportunity for me for a career and stuff. And it's like, I wish someone would just say like, I wish you would have said, when I came onto the show, the chances of me beating out 30 other dudes is not great. 
Even making it past the first night. Exactly. He's like, so I'm looking at this as an opportunity. If I fall in love, great. Yeah. It's like, I wish you would have just said that instead of like, you know, I'm like, it makes sense that you're saying it's not real because it very well could not be. It's like probably half of those guys weren't in love with Gabby or Rachel, but it's like, I I was just, I wanted them to address that text. Yeah. And also uh, Caitlin Bristow, Michelle Young, they all were saying that they thought they were brought on the show and they were in the audience to address the blackface stuff with Eric. Yeah. And they were like all... photos of Eric from uh, high, high school. school yeah, he dressed up as Jimi Hendrix and did blackface. And it, like, was trending all over Twitter and stuff. And, like, a lot of Bachelor contestants were upset about it. Right. I've seen numerous people mm-hmm. speaking out about it, just being like, so you'll address and that we, and not that. And they never cover on these, like, after the final... What we actually want. Yes. Same with, uh, which of what Shanae. not... Shanae. and, like, the... Um, ADHD. ADHD, yes. which I've, I'm like, it's not as obviously detrimental is what this need to be talked about with but like yeah, but still but you still literally made fun of someone's mental, mental health, health. Over like and i'm over sorry and over. like either way like both things everybody's been pissed off that did yeah. not get covered you think they would have learned from last time absolutely and especially when caitlin and michelle are coming into this being like that's what we thought we were here to talk about yeah and i will say when becca talks i mean she was like yeah what an air horn to garrett because yeah. remember how they're so yeah becca was engaged to garrett from her season and when everything hit the fan with them was when um the black lives matter protests were going on and everybody was posting the black square and remember when everybody was doing that and he instead of posting a black square posted like a blue lives matter yeah. post like a long yeah. post Had and a very it was, alarming caption and, it, and it's like we don't need to get into that. Everybody has their own thoughts, but it's like, it was more about reading the room. It's like, okay, this one day is dedicated to the black square and you are posting something it's about cop lives. It's like, it was just not reading the room yeah. and Rachel or, and Becca's on a podcast with Rachel, you know, the first Yo. female bachelorette that was black and how Chris she's a Harrison lawyer just and just got taken off the show. You know, like, it all was like shit. everything was going on. And so like, and they ended and up breaking up. And when, so when Becca's talking and she's like, Make sure you have your values and morals, your morals aligned. Everything figured that out. That you ahead. know the person you're going to marry. Yeah. Because oh. it's like, I mean, I don't know what went on between them, but I'm like, there was def. I was reading the signs because I listened to that podcast when they yeah, broke up I, and like what, yeah. what Becca was, because I mean, Rachel is like her friend and is totally. asking her like, what do you think about this? Right. Your husband, your to be no fiance. Shit. It's like, so I was thinking that was a little, yep. like, I go, that's, yeah. that's sending some signs to yeah. Garrett. Well, and on Chicks in the Office, they brought this up, too, about yeah. them not bringing it up to Gabby and everything. And Gabby's like, no, we've, well, not only have we talked about the text messages and everything like that, and that she's like, the way you treated that girl was wrong. Yeah. And we, she's like, me and him, we have a whole different relationship. The way he treats me is checks all my boxes totally you know and i feel like that's with everybody i mean like a lot of people like you know it's like when the right person comes along you're gonna treat the and like i truly believe him where he says even in the show where he's like i did not think this was gonna happen and i do believe he came on the show and he didn't think he was gonna fall everybody is there for absolutely sorry like and that's why the show is different now when it first we gotta stop talking about the right reasons it's like no let's just like see how you treat people and let's just own it what we're (laughs) all here for it's like before the show was there because it was like we're coming on to find love and then people would accidentally get famous. Now totally. people are coming on to get famous of course. and then they're accidentally falling in love and then they get to the end and that's why the fantasy suite shit is always a problem because it's like all these people come in thinking, I don't care about this. I'm not going to get yeah. that far. And then they're there and then they're watching the person they now love hook up with somebody else. And it's like, okay, now I got problems. Yep. And now it's like, oh shit, what did I leave things back at home like? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
So also, oh. um, let's talk about Zach being the new bachelorette, yes. our new bachelor, because Caitlin even was talking about that on her on that um, clip I saw. I got to watch her podcast because she has lots of thoughts. But um, Caitlin was saying, like, no offense. She's like, I'm sure Zach is, like, a really great guy. She's like, actually, I know he's a great guy. I, like, met his family last night. But she's like, no one asked for Zach to be bachelor. Yeah. The most vanilla boring dude. It's yeah. like, I get it. And also, it's like, it's just the same. same it's no. like, why do you think same. everybody liked Gabby? Because she's exactly, different and exactly. real and a mess. It's like, we're doing another Clayton. Another Colton. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, oh it's my god. It's the same. And it's like, I mean, Zachary Reality was like, I don't even know if I'm going to watch next season. Right. Well, and I, I mean. I'm going to. I 100% <laughs> yeah. will. But he was, I And mean, it's like, I do like Zach, but I'm just kind of like, I need something that's going to excite me. Yeah. And it's like, I will say right now, Zach was not exciting me this season. Not at, at all. all. He was just nice and I felt bad for him. Totally. Literally. That's exactly. You I know, just thought he was super nice. Just and, a good guy. Yeah. But also, is this going to tarnish him? Like, you know, they probably. always end up hoeing the leads yeah. at the same time. So I'm like, oh, But man. I'm just like, there's so many guys. Yep. Like, Avon. Why is Avon not it? Hello? There was just like... I bet they offered it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. That's the Bachelor recap, yep. people. And Bachelor in Paradise next week. Oh, Already, right? Yes. Shit's hitting the, the band. band. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, uh, pump it. Louder. Pump it. Louder. Wow, we were on. Okay. 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 Drink. Mm-hmm. Drink. Where to begin with Adam Levine? Let's get into Gossip of the Week. Gossip of the Week. Adam Levine is top of my shit list. So, um, this girl came out on TikTok. Um, ex- Sumner Stroh. And the whole reason we're even saying her name, um, not to give her more press for her OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, hey, not hey, and I'm just saying, it's like... We got, a, like, a lot of things to unpack with this Yes, scandal. and it's like, but the reason we'll get to as to why her name is important, Sumner with an N, not Summer. Um, confusing, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so she releases these messages um, of Adam Levine's DMs to her, um, you know, calling her, like, the hottest person he's seen or he's whatever. He's saying, and I would like this part to be known, where he's like, you're 50 times fucking hotter in person. So that's in why, person. why I'm confused, why every, why he keeps denying that nothing ever physically happened. Absolutely. Or, like, that they never met up in person. I'm like, but you're, she's hotter in person. We have the, the receipts. receipts of his Instagram DMs to her. And not only that, but... The fact that, so this was, she's saying, this girl is saying it was like a year-long thing, um, you know, and Adam Levine is fully married to Victoria's Secret model, uh, Bahati. Bahati, and Which, um, a lot of people are having a problem with the fact that she said it like that. Have you been seeing those people? What did she say? Where people, so she starts off her video by saying, I had an affair with a man who was married to a Victoria's Secret model. And everyone was just like, it's hitting it wrong because yeah. they're t- you're pointing it more at her subconsciously. Yeah. You're not saying, I had an affair with the a lead married singer, man. A married man or the lead singer of Maroon 5, a yeah. rock star. No, no, no. But you're referencing her. Just you're not referencing him. Oh, I didn't even and, think And it's that. why people are saying that is because she's an Instagram model. Totally. So it's like, she even said like, you're looking at her being like, oh, I upped her being like, I had, I got with a man who was married to a Victoria's Secret model. Because that's what she's in. Like her, what her, um, you know, industry industry is, is like Instagram modeling. She even says it. And it's like, so she goes that she was also like, um, what was it? Taken advantage of or manipulated manipulated and exploited. Yeah. Manipulated and exploited because she was new into the, like the modeling, Instagram modeling industry. New to LA is her exact words. And that that's how this all got started or whatever. And it's like, um, 
Adam Levine's wife is also pregnant with like their what fourth child, third child, third child, eight months, eight, eight months, months pregnant that this is coming out, and he also in these DMs. So like she said, this about like a year long thing that she had with Adam Levine, and then there was a couple months break, and then he randomly messaged her recently saying, um, "Dead serious, I want to name my my unborn child after you." Um, he's like, what do you think? And it's one thing, you know, where I mean, disgusting that he'd even be entertaining any other woman but his wife in any way, shape or form. But it's the fact that now you've brought in your unborn child and your pregnant wife. The disrespect is off the charts. The fact that you want to name your future baby off of your, your mistress? mistress? One of one out of many mistresses he has. All, yeah. Many receipts are coming out. And it's bad, guys. Like, I mean, so, I mean, the worst one that I saw was yes. the one that I saw yesterday where I'm like, you are now dead to me. You were already were, me. but dead. I will not be listening to another Maroon 5 song oh, ever again. it's weird. Where he's talking about, like, and it's like, this girl posted the screenshots. I think she's the only other one that's posted the screenshots, but where he literally says, like, I have two kids now, it fucking sucks. I have two kids now, it fucking sucks. As his third is on the way. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it could get worse than asking your mistress if he could name his baby with his um wife after her. But then on top of it, that he's actually talking about his children that way. I, the, that's when I am out the door. If she wasn't body already out the door, I'm like, go fuck yourself. So, dude, your unborn child and you're messaging back a girl. Like, so it's, it's been months as well. So it's not even like you made a mistake. You kind of flirted too, too much with this girl online. Like you overstepped some boundaries. Absolutely. And then you kind of let it go. You know, now you're focusing on your, focusing on your baby. It's like you went re back yeah. to ask her knowing what you've already done, not feeling any remorse about it and saying, now I want to name my unborn child after you. Um, that's just where it crosses the line. Cause it's like, like, God, these guys are doing this. If you're going to do it, at least do it right. Cover your tracks, Cro dot your I's and cross your T's. You know, it's, it's like, how are these getting exploited? You are careless and you're careless about the reputation that your wife and your family has. Yeah. Like if there's other people involved that you're putting out there, I don't give a fuck, Adam, you're a cheater or whatever. It makes your whole family and people that are close to you look stupid. Absolutely. And it's like, there's such a debate right now about all aspects of this. I can't believe this. he even posted like a rebuttal kind of like acknowledging it on his Instagram story. He's not even denying it really. He's saying, he's not even denying it. The only thing he's denying is the affair, which we all know That he never bullshit. physically did anything, but yeah. he also saw her in person, which whatever, maybe yeah, he like saw her at like a show, but like. Yeah. Like, oh, you're 50 times hotter in person but like we've never had an affair or anything we've never yeah. even i just i don't believe it as far as i could throw it so <laughs> yeah. like, um but i mean so many people have been going back and forth about this sumner girl like i mean have you been seeing emily rada like uh she is i mean so this one woman sarah foster i think she's a tiktoker i think she might be might be famous for something else but she made a tiktok basically just saying like as women, we all need to do better. And it's like, I am not for blaming this Sumner girl. Absolutely. Well, like, it's always hard. It's two sides because yeah. the thing about If you're going to hold the other woman, the other party accountable, you also need to, uh, like, hold the, everybody involved in this accountable. And also, you know? it's like, the thing about why I'm holding Sumner as accountable as I am is because of the way she went about yep. it. She's saying, I didn't want to get famous off of this. But her Instagram got 8 million hits in an hour and conveniently she just posted all of her OnlyFans content create, yeah. and just posted a bikini photo Click and here. also from a week ago a comment from her friend like Victoria's Secret model who and all this stuff that she and she's posting on her story like can't believe my life sometimes with girls like you playing in the yeah. background. So she's 
don't be saying no. I'm not here to, you know, like you're saying he exploited you, which it's like, I mean, he could have, believe me, but it's like anyone that's being exploited, manipulated here is the wife. It's like you yeah. are saying you were exploited while you're releasing your private DMs with each other and then benefiting it. From your OnlyFans. 100%. As if she's... And then she's saying, like, that she doesn't want that out of it. But and as she's, she's not even sorry. Well, she's not even remorseful no, and she even in the said first video. The whole reason that she even started this video, or even is posting this, is because she had shared these screenshots of her right. DMs with Adam to some of her, what she thought were close, trusted, like, friends, and that she got wind that one of them was going to sell it to the tabloid, so she wanted to get ahead of it. No, you were going to sell it. You knew. Oh, which is also another thing. So Perez... She could have denied it. If it yeah. was sold to the... Press I'd be like, that's literally fake. That was edited. Like, well, and hello, Taffy made a great point. She's like, if someone was going to sell it, she goes, sell it. She goes, that would be enough to scare Adam's shitless. She's like, no so shit. sell it. Pay me off. But so also, I can deny it. Um, the thing about her is per some like Perez Hilton, somebody reached out to him saying like Sumner's ready to take this, like uh, take this story and like um, share it with you. And he's like, try the UK. Uh, he's like, try the UK tabloid. They pay more for this type of stuff. And she's like, thanks. Good, sir. So it's like she had somebody reaching out to Perez Hilton and say, here's the story. Here it is. Wait, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do? do? But, but it's like, oh, my God, I'm being so manipulated. And, like, I'm not getting anything out of this. I don't want fame. I don't want anything. It's when when you create your OnlyFans, have a ton of, all of a sudden, tons of content. You're posting your link right away. Like, yeah. which I'm all for. Get your bag. Get any press. That's good press. But I like, wish she would have just. It's like, but own it then. Own it. Own Being it. like, I was 22 and a rock star, a rock star liked me and I hooked up with Adam Levine. Here's, I, here's the gossip you're looking here, for. Yeah. Here's my OnlyFans. Absolutely. That's fine. That's I mean, what I'm saying. I'm like, pissed, but still. I'd rather you own the fact that you did something shitty. You're not than a by, victim. Yes. You're not a victim. And it's like, and Emily Rada, you know, all the shit that happened with her and the yes. blurred lines. Yes. He was married. They had an affair. It's like that Sarah Foster girl made of TikTok being like, we need to do better. And it's like, if you know if someone's married, it's like, why do you even go there? And she's just talking about like, which it's like, she was, she's not taking away from the fact that this is all Adam's Absolutely. fault. Like, but she's also addressing the other side. And Emily Rada was like, I couldn't uh, disagree more. She was like, talk, I mean, she's popping Because she was off. the mistress? Because she was the mistress. So what's her side? So Emily Rada's side, which see, this is different though, because Emily Rod is like, when you are with a man that's like older than you in a power position. And, I mean, a full blown rock star, world known name, household yeah. name. And it's like with Emily, Emily Rada, I get it because like what, with her experience, they were on set. He was like sexually, like, you know, he was being weird to her on set. Like he was like, it was like this weird power dynamic. She's hired in as the model. He's the singer rock star. You know, it's like, which, I totally understand that power. You were already that is, put in that position of like you're one-on-one -on -one with him. It and you're 19 and he's 40. Uh, like that's really, you know, like, and, yeah. that's, and you're here as a working model. That's different than you're just doing your own thing. You live cities, whatever, how far away. Yeah. And you're just getting a DM on Instagram from a random rock star. Exactly. You so, had the moment to be like, I mean, honestly, you know, people would entertain that. It's, it's a, a rock a star. A famous person. You're going to like respond or maybe entertain that. But it's the fact of like, Either way, you know, it's like the, the values and the morals are there either way. I don't care the right. circumstance. It's like, dude, yeah. like, I could see how if Emily was saying she was exploited or taken advantage of. Yes, like that this makes girl, sense. I'm like, you were not taken advantage of. Like, like, and that's, and so that's, Emily was like, I completely disagree. She made like three videos wow. about it, like popping off too. She's like, this is the type of problems we have. Whip, like victim blaming women. Right, no, totally. Which, and like, it's like, we are so on that game. Of like, but, yeah. But, but like, once you see Sumner's actions... 
the heading out of Perez, the OnlyFans. I don't like all the things that like have literally led to this piece. It's like, I don't believe it for a second that you didn't want all the money and the fame. It's like, oh, if you did, you if you didn't want the money and the fame, you would have let that press go. You would have reached out to the wife directly and you would have said, here's the screenshots. I'm so, so horribly sorry. Right. Whether she sees them and believes them or not. It's like, you've said your piece. You've said your truth. It's done. It doesn't need to embarrass the pregnant wife wife and mother of their children as well and the unborn child literally in the public eye and embarrassing them i'm like it's just and it's like what pissed me off the most is the fact that it's like we all thought he was such a great guy you know it's like everybody thought he was so obsessed with his wife and like the girls and there'll be like video with the with him when she's walking down the runway at the the victoria's secret show and he's in the front row like yeah Yeah. like i remember being like oh my god he is like and then girls like you came out and i was obsessed with that music video so we're like I'm like, oh, it's got his wife in it, their baby. It's yeah, so adorable. we all just thought he was like this wholesome. awesome dude. Nope. So, you know, never meet your idols. <laughs> and I think this is a perfect segue into our next topic of Kardashians. Kardashians. Uh, Chloe 2.0, but poor Chloe Chloe. Oh or Coco. <laughs> I I have so much. So I have not seen the newest episode. I'm so pissed because she, I, she I, chose to listen to the Chicks in the Office podcast. Because the they were having Rachel and Gabby on, and I'm like, oh, well, we're going to talk about Bachelorette today. I'm like, I want to see if there's any, any new, like, stuff. pieces there, you know, it would fit the topics. And then I thought, at the same time, batch, or that Kardashians weren't on until this evening, mid-watching the uh, Chicks in the Office episode, um, I see that, it was like something popped up of, like, somebody had watched, like, a response to the Kardashians' new episode. So I'm like, oh, it's out. Yes. But I'm like, I'm just starting this. I feel like... I feel like with that last season of the Kardashians, yeah. you know, it wasn't until the end of the season that we, like, were on a cliffhanger or something right. to actually, like, talk about. Yep. And um, so I was like, well, Chicks in the Office, they're going to get, well, I'm going to get some good shit from Gabby and Rachel yeah. we didn't get from After the Final Rose. No. Indeed, Mayor said, I, because <laughs> I didn't get anything really new from right. watching, like, great episode, Chicks in the Office, not trying to hate, yeah. but you know what, like, there was no really new information necessarily. Well, Meredith said, no, this was a good episode. She thought for sure I'd watch it. So, Mayor, tee it up. Okay, wow. <laughs> I'm mad. We're watching yeah, it after no, this. No, <laughs> literally, I it's it's a really good episode. Oh, and, and I thought they were going to wait until the end of the season to talk about Chloe's yes. baby. Yes, no, first episode. And it's like the whole episode kicks off with Chloe coming in and sitting down and telling all the producers. And it's like none of them know. And it's like she is being so sincere and like talk. And I mean, she's not even looking at the camera. Like it's like she's oh, I saw the tears in her eyes. Yeah, she's photo. like looking sideways. You can tell she's telling her producers because a lot of Damn. these producers – Literally have been with them for like the, since the beginning of keeping up with Kardashian. So it's right. like they're like family at this point, and she's like telling them, and she's just like, it's it's the hardest thing because of what happened with True. You know, it's like forty eight hours before she gave birth to True. Early, she found out her like boyfriend was cheating on her with her friend, the baby daddy, the baby daddy Tristan. And it's like, so she's like, it was just, that moment was just sullied. It's just like, you know, it's, it's like, like it's, I want my baby daddy, my boyfriend to my first child to be in the room while I'm in labor. Right. And it's like, you ruined it, bro. Literally. It's like, I just found out that you were fully cheating on me. Absolutely. I'm about to give birth, but it's like, now I have to put that to the side that you cheated so that my daughter and me can like have an experience that we've always dreamt of. Absolutely. having the father there. And I will say, Chloe, I mean, she is, for anybody that like knocks her, it's like, you just don't watch the show. Then, and it's Also, like, I'm like, then either you have no, like you don't know family trauma or just Yeah, you don't of, like, know what's been and like, or you don't have children to know what it's like to like trying to make a family work. Right. And it's just like, you know, she is 
the strongest person for the fact that she continuously will put true in her kids over the fact Absolutely. that her husband, boyfriend, Whether whatever. she is disgusted with Tristan or not, it's like, she's like, me and him don't have to speak, but when when he comes over to get true or they're hanging out yeah. or doing a family thing, there's no animosity between us. We're not, we're not talking about what we need to talk about and there's nothing more than you're the father to my child, but you're not making, she's done everything to work at, not only making Tristan work on himself, even though that turned to shit, right. but she was like, Trying to make the best for her. It's just like it's bullshit that people hate on her, but but oh, if it was if it was a random person on the street that's like that's what trying I, to do this and like make it work, it'd be people would be like, Oh, let me help you. Yeah. It would be like, I understand why you're trying to like Right. Like think about how many people stay with their people oh, like their boyfriends. How many and people though have even on. without even children being involved have gone back to their ex-boyfriends hundreds of, of times. times. Over and over and so, over again. Oh. And with like Chloe, it's like, yeah, I'm sure you have mistresses, but for Chloe's point of view, it's like up until that moment, their relationship was perfect. Right. They he were had done love. the work. She had worked on it. And it, that's embarrassing too, where she's, she understands the embarrassment here because she has also been advocating for him to not only the entire like world and all the viewers, but to her own family of yeah. being like, Tristan's working on it. He's, he's always like, um, you know, he's always like there, you know what I mean? Like, and he did present. Like, he did a lot to get her back. I mean, like if you watch the show, I mean, he, a like, lot of groveling and then a lot of groveling, it. a lot of therapy, a lot of like, and also what's hard for Chloe, I'm assuming is the fact that Tristan is such a good dad. So it's like, imagine it's the love doesn't end. It doesn't stop just like that. So you it's have like a um, child together. You look at your baby and you're like, that looks like your father. Like, and also imagine <laughs> like watching the person you love, love their kid. It's like, I was just talking about that with Brett. I go, my ovaries are going to burst watching 100%. So it's like, so you're supposed, and then Tristan's such a good dad. So it's like, obviously she wants to remediate. Like, and make she grew it better. up in a household that was kind of like, they were all, they were great. They did great at blending families, totally. but like to where she knows what it's like to have to get, it's, it wasn't immediate blended families right. when everything went down with her parents and everything. It's like, she would have loved if it worked out picture perfect. You always want better for your kids than what you have, mm -hmm. even though it worked out and she's like, she's totally doing well. And she, her family's close. It's still like, you don't want to have a broken up family either way. And if she can do anything about that and she put in the work, yes. you can't fault her for trying to do the best thing for her child. Absolutely not. Are you kidding me? God. It's like she got cheated on and what? They went break. through months of therapy and so they got back together. Okay, and, yeah, and, it, and it wasn't like she was just like, oh yeah, he did that. I don't even care. Like, and then each time she's mad and he just, she takes it back. It's like, no, she put boundaries, lines in the sand until you have done the work. And I'm seeing that for myself, like, which that's she, all she was shown. Yeah. And she built a whole house and said, this is not your house. Tristan. No, this is my house with true. And if you keep working on it, we can see if this will be. Yeah. So has. it's like, she is not being dumb about this but as much also, as everybody wants to think she is. Totally. So then what happens with this, why this one is so much worse in my opinion, times a thousand, and this is what I was telling, catching stuff up about, is we all knew that like when things were coming out like last, like December, it's like me and Steph separately, obviously, and I'm sure everybody else was like putting together pieces of the timeline, but we also didn't know that Chloe is pregnant at this time. Right. But basically what we talk about in this episode of the premiere is like how Chloe was low key trapped into this pregnancy yeah. because uh, withheld from a lot of important information that would have um, probably played a factor in whether or not she had another baby with this man. Yeah. And if that he withheld and let me remind you where we ended last season, what the final words of the episode were Kim saying to Chloe, if this is not the biggest sign that you should not have another child with this man. Oh my God. I Did they show that in the episode? Cause I forgot yeah. about that. <gasps> That's what Kim said to okay, Chloe when Chloe had literally two days before 
had the oh like had the embryo inserted into the surrogate because and also like we've said before everybody's saying oh she doesn't want to mess up her body why is she doing a oh surrogate she has i guess clearly once a million times why are people talking on the kardashians if you don't, don't even mean. pay attention to what actually is going no, on it's like kim almost she, died in her last she, pregnancy chloe did too it's like the bro. trauma or like just like having to work through like having a baby that you didn't grow inside of you that because you physically, physically couldn't Physically couldn't. Like, for any man to even be talking on that, like, be a bad yeah. I'm like, sorry, Dave, but you were wrong on that point. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even want to hear you talking about that. I'm like, she tried for a long time. It has nothing to do with her body. Especially Anybody, with Chloe, she, how much she loved being pregnant and loves She wanted that more than anything. And that's the only reason that she was even from the get-go with Tristan, like, before she even took him back, was willing to have another baby with him is just because how great of a father and, like, that they were so good at co-parenting yes. without being in a relationship right. with True. And she wanted another baby. She couldn't physically do it herself. And she's seen how, like, that it worked out with Kim to do yeah. a surrogate. So she she was like, I'm not ready for that step in last season, everything of, like, I don't want to do... I, we've tried it a few times. I don't really want right. to go down that route until we know for sure. Finally gets to the point. Literally does... Has the embryo with the surrogate. It's all done two days before Kim makes that call on last season to and her And then when they like, figure it out. When Tristan is having another baby with his um other mistress that you it's all new um and that that was actually on his 30th birthday when you guys when he was still groveling to get you back he still cheated on you you threw him a birthday party or a, you yeah. threw a, was it his birthday or her birthday it was his his birthday party and then you flew over or whatever and, and then like that weekend he flew out and had sex with her and then now you're having a baby so she finds out about this um extra baby as two days after when two days after she does the embryo with the circuit and she fully now is has another baby with him and he has known since July and well he already, he already knew he, he fucked that other girl oh yeah but, but she, he found out about the baby months before this was what after this was Thanksgiving yes that, Thanksgiving like the couple days before Thanksgiving was when um the embryo was inserted and then she found out about the mistress the first week of December that's a uh, one week he found out about the pregnancy on July 2nd and he had and what he was pushing her and yeah, pushing and her we gotta was, get this embryo like yeah and that's what she was saying she's like I don't want to say like necessarily like he tricked me or trapped me but she's like there was definitely like pushing and like a deadline to like let's get this going let's you get knew this damn started. well that the information you were withholding would have played a major factor in the huge life-altering decision I was about to make. Yes. It's like, so you damn well knew that you were having a baby and you rushed me to get our surrogate pregnant and then I find out a week later that you're having a baby with someone else. I mean, and it's like, and as if her world isn't already crumb, like that because everybody is the first point at Chloe and it's like, and I know we all hate on Tristan, but I don't even know how there's even a out to say about Chloe I'm like and also with people where I'm like so if you've never been the person that gets back together with a, a boyfriend that you've right. broken up with back and forth on and off on and off on and off you damn well have a best friend that has done that exactly. and it's like one thing you need to know about that is like when you push like somebody you're close with or, yeah. you're, be- or you're being pushed to like end a toxic relationship where everybody in your totally. life is like dude you need to end this you need to end this it's like until you can be pushed, people can push all yeah. they want on others like that. Doesn't matter. Until it is, they will just break up with them then because they were pushed to do it. And then guess what? The cycle will repeat. They will get back together with that person yeah. until it is that person's own choice. They have come to the decision by themselves and they are okay with that. Right. 
it it's just gonna continue Absolutely. you know and i'm like oh, it's like i mean i'm not believe me i'm not in any way saying cheating is ever okay but there are a lot of times that people do make mistakes they tell the other person they work through it in therapy and they come out the other side it's like so it's not a crazy thought that chloe would want to try to do that with given Tristan. history like we said it's, it's like no wonder i mean everybody everyone if you're right in the head wants to make their family work exactly so it's like and whether feel, it ends up being the right decision or not and, like, that's, like, also just, like, the hardest part with all of this with Chloe. It's, like, like you said earlier, she isn't carrying the baby. So, it's, like, that's and, a whole and other piece. Everyone is so sad for her in this episode. I mean, Kylie's crying. Kim's crying. They're all oh, devastated. Oh, baby. I, I felt horrible for True that when she was literally born, there was animosity in that hospital room. Absolutely. Because your dad had literally cheated on his your mom. pregnant Girl, like, oh my god, I felt, I mean, to this day, I feel horrible for True when she finds this shit out, when she's old enough to understand, let alone this child. Yeah, and, like, with Kim, obviously, Kim has done the surrogate thing, she knows, and she was saying, like, and she's talking to the camera, I mean, just sobbing, and she's like, the surrogate thing is such a hard thing in general. She's like, but what gets you through the surrogacy is planning with your partner of like what the nursery is going to look like and Something what of like the all the clothes are going to look like have. and like all the fun things that are going to come from the baby and it's like where chloe's at she like has told nobody because she's so embarrassed and it's like literally she's over at kylie's and kylie and she's like so like what's going on with the nursery she's like do you have like some stuff and she's like no she's like she's like you don't have a room and chloe's like well i got a room she's like there's just like a guest bed she's like there's an adult bed in there kylie's like there's an adult bed she's like yeah, she's like, I haven't told anybody. It's not exciting. And Chloe's like, or uh, Kylie's like, do you want me to order you furniture and keep it in my garage? Like, you know, it's just there's, and like God, Chris that- takes Chloe and they go and look at baby clothes a little bit. But it's just like, Chris is so sad for her because she's like, the first time it was kind of like ruined a little bit. And she's of like, course. this time, she's like, this should be such a happy moment. Like we're having another baby. Of course. And, and- it's like. And it's on just, top of the struggles of it being with the circuit, like if you're not carrying your own baby, like there's a whole other piece of therapy that needs to happen with that. Totally, you know, of like, and it's like we said, it's not by choice. Exactly, like everybody thinks it's like, oh my god, she would have carried her baby if she, yeah. any woman would. Yeah, it's like. It's just so funny how they get it because it's like there's so many women. Tyra Banks had a surrogate. There are so many mm. people that have had surrogates in that light because it's not that it's not because they're it's like. Because they're so famous and because their careers are, have always taken precedent, it's like they're in, they're later in life. So they do, like, their bodies just can't keep up. And it's like, as much as anybody wants to point fingers at that, it's just the way it is. It's like, um, nobody's looking at men when they have kids in their 60s. So it's like, uh, Chloe's like 35, 36. She can't. It's like, she, her body just can't. Oh my, I am, I, this whole episode, I have felt so bad for her. And she's just like, Literally, you know, everybody says, like, and she's talking about herself, you know, Chloe's a fucking idiot. Chloe's so stupid. Chloe's so naive. And she's just well, like. Well, so is everybody that has, the, uh, somebody that is acting about. like they have never done the same shit. That's not even to the circumstances that she, Chloe is facing. Yeah. Oh. And Chloe, which they all, <laughs> like, they all have, like, a powwow without Chloe. And they're all talking about how they can rally around her and, like, help her in this time. And they all say, like, Chloe is so good at dissociating. Like, oh. they're like, she buries her head in the sand and she does, like, I mean, I can't even imagine being in that. I would dissociate all the time. Be Just be like, literally, this isn't real. This isn't happening. It, this, that's not, how we would feel even if we weren't in the public eye. Yeah. Like, I would be like, my world is crumbling. And they're let like, alone for everybody to have an opinion on it. Everybody knows you're back. Oh, my God. Like, when she, they were talking about, like, Chloe figuring out, she's just like, Chloe was just like, okay. 
and not a reaction, you, not an upset. Did, did Chloe um does Chloe have five uh babies with five different baby daddies? <laughs> no, no, no. Did Chloe do the cheating? Did she do all that? No. Right. It was him. He's a monster. A monster. And I've just keep like, it wrapped up, you <laughs> Oh, I if I live close enough, I'd be doing some like property damage. No. <laughs> and it's like, so by the time, so that fit, they all figure that out. And in this episode, we watch the delivery. We watch Chloe get the baby. Yeah, we Do we watch, know the name? No. No. But we see Tristan meet the baby. We see Tristan, everything. Are them together? Yep. Oh my. I We're watching this immediately yeah. after. I'm so mad. They all are talking. I'm like so excited to know the name. They're doing a tea to keep with Tristan and True. Um, but they were like all talking about the baby names and stuff. It's a boy, right? Yep. Um, but you know, like with Chloe, you know, she talks about it and it's like with, you know, they figure it out in December, the baby is born July 22nd of 2022. And so she goes and it's really interesting that they do this with the circus. So like right after the baby is born, they, they're there and they put the baby on your chest. On, on Chloe's? Chloe's. Right. Which makes Well, sense. yeah, the skin to skin or whatever the it skin is. skin to skin contact. But I, I mean... It, it is just crazy, you know, like she's there. And like, that's like the agreement, which I don't know how surrogates do it. Or even people with this, like surrogates, totally. like anybody involved with that. That is the hardest piece of like. Totally. But I feel like when you, like when I listen well, to Kim surrogate talk about it, totally. it totally changed my perspective. She's totally. like, she goes, I they think of this as a gift that I get to give other women, yes. you know. And, and like, like they've already come to terms in their headspace, but it's got to be like, you know. I mean, totally. They, they the had to at some point get to that point that they're at of like being in an okay headspace. Totally. And it's like, there are just some people that can have baby after baby after baby and be fine. Yep. You know, it's like, they'll pop out seven babies and they're totally chill. Right. So it's like, and also, I mean, they're being financially yes. compensated well. Yes. And like, if you do focus on the point of like, that you're helping other families and that it wasn't like your eggs. Like, it's not, it's you not your carried sperm, the baby, your eggs. but still, I'm like, you carried the baby. Yeah. Like, and that baby's not putting on, getting put on your chest. I like, know. I I mean, a baby's a baby and they're cute as fuck. You know, yeah. where I'm like, either way, you're exploding with yeah. like hormones. Like, like, you know? Yeah. So Woo. they have, so the way that the room works is, um, they have two conjoining rooms and it's like the surrogate and Chloe and Kim would be in this room and then Tristan would be in that room. So like when Kim had hers, it was her and the surrogate and Chris. And then Kanye was in the other room because Kanye can't be in there when like the other right, one's having right. pregnant or getting, giving birth. So kind of the same thing as how they did it this time. You know, the baby gets put on Chloe. And then she even says that she's like, yeah, like I let him come. And like, I, the way well, she says it is like, like, yeah, I let him come. Like, whatever. But I go, Chloe, like that is such a mature thing. I'm like, I mean, I mean you we are need to be giving her props, absolutely. if anything, for putting her children above her own feelings and the entire world's opinions. Yeah. And it's you like, know? think about how many people like, you know, like that go through things like this where their parents are talking shit to their kids, no. not the other parent. And, and she's doing and everything And she is like, that. I literally. He was still there at your birth. Like you can yeah. still have a relationship with And they're all father. saying that too. Kim is like, Kim is even like, you did it once with being mad at him. Like you can do it again. 100%. To, for the sake of your son. For the sake of your children. And it's like, if that is not the biggest mature bone oh my in their God. bodies, it's like, you can knock the Kardashians all day, but one thing they don't sacrifice is family. And it's like, yeah, and no. think about how many, so like, their massive, like, fame, it's like, think about how many famous people, families are, like, yes. ruined. Their kids end up just, you know, literally sucked into the industry. They totally. have so many issues. I mean, look at Drew Barrymore. Like, she was literally, what, an alcoholic at 13? Like, because she just... Look at how Addison Ray's parents are acting. Exactly. It's like, as much as you want to knock them, it's like, they are protecting their children till the end of time. Uh, 100%. <laughs> and the fact that, like, they're not being... Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, even having, like, Scott still around. Or, like, they're not being 
it's not that they're being dumb, like, still, like, just, like, you know, well, like, we're gonna keep these guys around, like, just to be, like, they're not being stupid about it. It's like, no, they're it, being, like, real, like, that there are children involved. The fathers, you're, you're just a part of the family. And let me Whether tell I you, agree, you are never, like, I don't trust your ass, but it's like, you're still the father of my grandbaby, my niece, my nephew. And also, it's like, at, at the end of the day, all these people will still be in their lives, so you might as well make it as good for everybody. Exactly. Like 100%. And, like, in my personal life, I mean, like, my mom and my stepmom growing up, they weren't really friends. They didn't get along. Right. They didn't really like each other. But over time, it's like, now those two are besties. They go 100%. on vacation to my dad's house. Yeah, yeah. My, my dad's yeah. grand, my dad's mom's. Without totally. him. My mom and my stepmom went to my dad's mom's in Florida without him. And it's yeah. like every throughout at a yeah. bar and everyone's like, oh, this is my, my ex-husband's wife. And everyone's yeah. like, like well. what? And it's like, yeah. And like they're like, best friends. And guess what? Now when we all get together, it's like my dad loves being in around. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like everything is so much better when everybody just gets along. So it's like. Especially for the kids' sake. So like, totally. It's like, oh my God. Because it's like now it's like, well, Scott can be around Courtney and Travis and everything's fine. You know, it's like, why do we want the animosity? <laughs> Nobody does. For sure. Um. Okay. Really quickly. Let's touch on Dancing with the Stars oh. premiere. Um, I watched it real quick. Did you end up watching it? No, I didn't end up watching it, but I do plan to. Yeah. Um, so. Um, God, what is his name? Um, he was from the, he's deaf and he had, he he run for Kodak or whatever or something like that. He won that Emmy or that Oscar. Oh yeah. Um, Coda. Coda. Yeah. Coda. 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 But the main actor or whatever in that, he's, he's deaf and that's a part of it. He is, I watched the episode. He's Sorry if me and Meredith are like not on top of this, but I didn't know like that. He, obviously, um, I didn't watch the movie or anything, and but they, they gave him his intro. He's on Dancing with the Stars as like oh. one of the dancers, and he's fully deaf. And his partner, they are because she's like, how do you train someone who can't hear yeah. at all? He has got his like signer with right. him and everything, and um, but he listens to the bass of the music. He did better than Heidi D'Amelio. He did better than half of the cast. He can't hear anything, Meredith, and he was out there nailing it. She had to teach him what she doesn't know sign that his like the girl he's paired with. Yeah. She doesn't know sign. She doesn't know like how much he can hear, if he can read lips and things like yeah. that. And like having to in one week yeah, train learn. somebody like the cha-cha when you have people that can fully hear as well on the cast and they, they can't pick it up in time and he nails it. I had goosebumps. That is crazy. That he, well, it was sweet. <laughs> um the deaf uh, the deaf America's Next Top Model won too a couple years ago. He won, but like he's dancing. Yeah, no, two music and he hit the beats. No, no, he won oh. Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I thought you said America's Next. He Top won Model. both. Oh, <laughs> he won both. <laughs> he did. Uh, he, he, but he won America's Next Top Model and came on Dancing with the Stars. But he also won and he's also deaf. So that is crazy. I didn't even think about like you have to well, listen I, to the. I never even like fully and also like of just. How do you even, you've never learned, uh, me and you have dance history, oh, but not yeah. like technical, but either way of like, we, but that's not learning a hip hop or jazz choreography or a sideline. Right, that's something than, we already know. Like this is ballroom dancing and he also can't hear you explain. It's just, it's, you're not going to get to the point as fast. And like, he nailed it. Yeah. Blown away. Oh, wow. Um, Heidi. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But I know her thing and she even explained it and I, I felt for her as like even like watching my mom out there like she did she's hot as hell. Gorgeous oh, lady. Yeah, come on. Did honestly for, she did great. But it was I could see the whole time and even the judges said it. She was in her head because she was even they showed clips of her in practice kind of like Charlie and like totally. Dixie of like she gets so frustrated if she can't get one thing right. Oh, and like she's yeah. obsessing on it and where she was like I almost backed out before this because I was so like in my head of like I can't get this right. Like I can totally so see she was like not like fully you know like in do it she messed up a couple steps and like just kind of like you could tell she was like just super in her head where they were like i want you to be like excited about being out right. here you know, like i need i need like facials and like totally like this but is a fun thing for her gorgeous sure 
Yeah. Um, but Charlie, Charlie killed it. Killed it, which I'm like good for her because in her documentary, I was telling Mara about yeah. how like, you know, her big thing of like, she's always been so passionate about dance and then with all the hate and everything on TikTok and everybody, you know, nitpicking anything anybody does, she was like, I don't want to post like technical dancing right. videos because I don't want to get like ripped a new one when this is just my passion, not right. even to share with the world. And now she's on Dancing with the Stars. Nailed it. Yep. Gorgeous queen. Gabby Wendy. Yep. Um, Loved her. She's so funny. Yes. Oh my God. And uh, what, Jesse James, they gave her like some grief, like the judges, but they gave Jordan Sparks. It, it was funny how like as the episode goes, he, they were getting harder and yeah. harder. Yeah. But the first two, they're like, oh, like Jordan Sparks, uh-uh, was not any, was yeah. worse than Jesse James. And they were they like, do that sevens, yeah. awesome job. Jesse James got there like, you need to like work on like keeping like things together. I go, what the fuck? She had the most showmanship out yeah. there been like, what? Yeah. I am I just know. happy that, you know, Disney bought Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. They got the budget for it now. Totally. We've got some good and people believe me, on the show. I'm like the Tyra Banks thing. Oh, we oh, are just not over it. Like, like, and it's even like some of the judges. Like, I know people that we've never been since like growing up or anything. Like American Idol, we have history with. Yes. I don't have really history with Dancing with the Stars. No. Never. It's always just seemed so like 70s. Well, because like they you know, never like, had anybody revamped. relevant. Yes. Really. No. You know, it's like there would be maybe one relevant person on right. this show. How funny and is I, it that Kim did it? Kim? Kardashian. Like, she was on Dancing with the Stars. What the f- yeah, and she said that it was the biggest mistake of her life. She said that she did not want to do it, and everyone was telling her to. And she's like, "I now would have no been the rhythm. time for her to do it." Like where she's like had her kind of another peak in her life, of like kind of like more confident, and probably would have actually like really owned that shit. Like, yeah, you know, totally. Um, <laughs> and everything is so corny, kind of like AGT. Yeah, so corny. corny. So I'm fast forwarding. I just wanted to see a couple of the people. Oh, totally. And like they're how they did like the first off. Um, so we'll see what happens. But it's also very unfair that Charlie D'Amelio is even a part of this because. Because it's like you are the most followed person on every single platform. Yeah. Just for being like the first to kick off TikTok. And it's like you just post one link, vote for me, whether people are even watching or not. Like you've won. She's Literally. won, it's in the bag. And that's why I'm like, we need to start actually voting live for yeah, Gabby. For real. Voting for Gabby live. Okay, I think that yeah. is it. it. I am out of breath. <laughs> I mean, like, there was so much to cover in this episode. Like, I was dying. I was like, I can't wait to hash this out. I mean, point A to point Point B. B. (laughs) Round them up. Hey, round them up. All right, Sitches, that is a wrap on this week's episode of We Want Gossip with Meredith and Steph. Um, Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and I have finished putting together the Traverse City vlog with Tessa Rue, our bestie. Um, It's going to be out this week as well, so go check that out. And we will see you, Snitches, next week for another gossip update. Apple doesn't far from fall from the apple doesn't fall far far from the tree. Yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from, from the, the tree. tree. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm buzzing. I'm proud. Uh-huh.